0: Hi, I'm Dr. John Young uh, with Foundational Health Center here in Largo, Florida, and I want to introduce my nurse practitioner extraordinaire, Alex. Hi. And we're going to talk a little bit about our practice. Alex, why don't you start?
1: Okay, so, so Dr. Young, um, you know, I have some questions. A lot of patients ask me, like, what kind of uh, medicine, what, what does it mean, functional medicine? What exactly do you guys do? I mean, how do you treat patients?
0: All right, uh, if I can do a little history, ancient history. Um, You know, as an ER doctor and practicing medicine for a number of years, I realized that I wasn't really getting anybody better. You know, oh, my diabetes, well, here's some more insulin, you know, my COPD, here's some inhalers. But I never got anybody so-called cured. And I spent some time in Africa. And I read about the old guys of medicine, Myers and John Hopkins and Cathcart in California, and realized that those guys tried to get to the root of the problem, tried to actually get you better. And it was really just basic biochemistry and physiology, first year medical school. And I started doing the basics. And lo and behold, all of a sudden these diabetics were off all their meds.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then- that's what we do. Um, you know, um, we. Uh, I graduated here in Florida at USF, and I am a nurse practitioner. And I trained with Dr. Young before I start working here. And all the medical, um, conventional medicine, everything that I learned in school, when I start working with Dr. Young, I was so surprised to find out that people could actually get better. And reverse diabetes because I did not know that in school they teach you that you need to put your patients on insulin you go from you have guidelines so you follow the guidelines you take metformin then you take another injectable and then you take insulin and then you have to be on insulin for the rest of your life and then here I am and I'm seeing all these people reversing diabetes and I was shocked I, I didn't know what was happening here so that's functional medicine that's what you're
0: doing how God designed the body to work. The other thing is that Alex and I also try to do is this. All right, so we don't want to use those evil drugs, although I like the drugs. They have their use, trust me. But then what would happen is people would come in with a list of 53 different supplements, and they're saying, John, these are costing me a ton of money, and I don't know if they're working or not. So what Alex, you and I both have talked about, you know, just a substitute, a supplement for a drug isn't always getting him better. And we've tried to say, get to the root of the problem and keep the supplements to a minimum. I think every American, um, the Americans, I think, eat worse than the Brazilians. Um, but I mean, in America, and then Alex, you talk about the Brazilian aspect. But I think everyone needs a general multiple vitamin and mineral. I like vitamin C. I like vitamin D, um, some of the B complexes, but trying to keep supplements to what you need because I can make a case for everything in a health food store.
1: I am so on board with you, and I think that's uh, one of the reasons why I like to work here so much. I like to work with you is because... We do see that there's an um, over-supplementation sometimes. People overtake too many supplements, and there's really not a purpose for that. We can make a case, like you said, for every supplement, but we do know that um, the soils have been depleted of nutrients and minerals, so we do know that even though you eat well, you might still be deficient in certain things, so that's why there's in different patients, different stories, right, Dr. Young? Right. And,
0: and you know, it's kind of like in medicine, general medicine. Um, everybody gets this antihypertensive. Everybody gets this. And we've tried to make this more patient-specific um, with, with what we do. And I but think
1: I've, – I've heard questions people ask me, what's your protocol Like, we don't necessarily have a protocol because everyone's different.
0: Right. Um, And I I tell them the same thing. Listen, I don't want you to buy anything. I need, you know, I need some help. I need a guideline. Get these labs. Let me get a little more history, and let's come up with a plan that everybody can do. And I think it really bears out. I talked to a very large insurance company recently. Their compliance rate with diabetes and diabetic patients is 13 percent our study we did was 70 percent
1: yeah it's it's just it goes down to what like you said we still prescribe drugs uh if 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 the case if the situation if the diagnosis called for a drug that we need to give for temporary use or an antibiotic we're still going to do that but we do at the minimal level to absolutely when it's absolutely necessary we try to not to do that
0: no we do that with diseases you do a lot with hormones I'll talk a little bit about the hormone aspect
1: right so i do more the hormone replacement part of the the practice so for me um you know i learned a lot about from hormones with you and with my patients i feel like there's a need for for the female patients to be well educated about hormones and how that plays with their with their um, health. It's it's so important. You know, I'm just gonna make a little um as far as hormones so just people understand how important that is. You know, right now, what's today, March twenty fifth. So we're going through the coronavirus, you know, pandemic right now. And interesting fact, one study that was done Um, in mice, they, they look at female uh, mice. And when they did a hysterectomy in those mice, and they took their estrogen out of, you know, their bodies, they were more prone to have SARS and and flu viruses. That's just so that's so important to mention, because estrogen and, and hormones in general for the female body, it helps your immune system and prevents so many things. It's not just bone density and, and mood and things like that, but even your immune system. I think that's very relevant. So that's my my, my goal um, is to educate patients, to empower them to know, to understand about their hormones. And if they need hormone replacement, I'm here for that.
0: And it's bioidentical.
1: And it's bioidentical. Um, nothing that we use is synthetic hormones. Um, we have some patients that do come into the practice already taking synthetic hormones. So we try to replace that with the bioidentical hormones. And we look at the whole picture. I think Dr. Young, this is very interesting here. I think we, I need to bring this to people's attention. Um, when they ask me, Well, should I get my hormone replacement therapy from my gynecologist or from my primary care doctor? The nice thing uh, that we both do together is that you look, you know, I've learned from you doing diabetic patients and looking at hormone insulin. So I bring that to my practice uh, as far as hormone replacement therapy. I'm always, always paying attention to insulin resistance because that can affect women's hormones. So sometimes you get your hormone replacement from your gynecologist and they're not looking at the metabolic syndrome that could be happening in the background on top of having a hormone problem. So I learned that from you and I I bring that into my hormone replacement practice every single day. I never look at one thing in isolation. The other
0: thing that I think is important to say that I think makes this practice very different. And you get the credit for this because you really got us thinking at this. But we uh, we had a patient a number of years ago, and he walked in. And then over the next six months, he ended up in a wheelchair, got weaker and weaker. And, you know, we, we were like, biochemically, we made some adjustments, and nothing really happened. And you'd been doing a lot of study, and we started looking at this whole genetic aspect. And when I hear doctors talking about, well, I do genetic medicine, what I have found is that they order a panel and you get it back and it says, oh, you don't have the gene for breast cancer, you don't have the gene for Tay-Sachs, you don't have these genes, you're not gonna get these diseases. And and that's nice, but we've taken it a step further and you've been a great help on this. We're looking at the individual genes, all 8,000 pages that we get from 23andMe or whatever, and we did that with this patient. We went through that stuff, and we discovered he had a TCN2 defect. Mm-hmm. And I remember that we sent him to a neurologist, and the neurologist said, first of all, you guys have overdosed him on B12. Well, you we had to tell him that the B12 – lab just tells you how much B12 is in the body, not the cell. And he has Lou Gehrig's disease. And I remember you saying, you know, I've seen a lot of Lou Gehrig's people that didn't look like Lou Gehrig's. And we looked at his genetic code, and he had this TCN2 defect, which means he cannot get, excuse me, B12 across the cell membrane. We had to use a special B12, adenosine hydroxy, to make a long story short, $50 and five weeks later, he's back to normal, walking normal. He had a genetic defect. I even talked to the Mayo Clinic and they said, we don't go that way. We don't, we don't have the genetic aspect. And that's why I am so appreciative of the medicine that both of us do here is, you know, we don't know everything, but we will break you down biochemically. We will go and break it down genetically trying to find out how we're going to get better. And unfortunately, I've talked to other doctors, you know, they said to me, oh, you guys do that. That's too difficult. I don't want to do that.
1: It is difficult. It's not easy. Uh, I mean, I mean, I have to agree with that. I, when I, you know, and I have students here, we both do, we have uh, USF, the University of South Florida, that they send us students and they sit with us and they don't understand how hard it is. They get very confused about the whole thing. Because you have to, you know, you have to know your regular conventional medicine. You have to understand that. And then you have to bring in the biochemistry. And then you have to understand genetics. And then you have to understand hormones. Because they all work together. And, and that's the other thing that I, I tell my female patients. If you, if you have a genetic test, and I'm reading your genetic test, your hormones, you know, will be affected by how you are genetically. So it's, it's important for me to know that it helps me to guide you to what you should be doing for the rest of your life. You don't have to suffer with this. We are all different. We all respond to things differently. So how you detoxify, how much estrogen you should have or you should not have in your brain. So all of this does take a lot of work. Sometimes we both know this. We spend a lot of times with uh, a lot of many, many, um, um, many times we spend a lot of times with our patients. Sometimes an hour to try to figure this out. So it's not a protocol, and um, but it it helps a lot of people.
0: I, I think that in conclusion, I would say for our practice, our goal is to get people better, get them off the drugs. Uh, yes. And just because you're 60 and you're supposed to be this or that, that's not true. And so we work to break people down, however far we need to go to get them better. And the other thing is what we both found, both Alex and I, is this: it's not necessarily expensive. You know, we do take insurance, and we try to get the labs, lab core, quest to do as much of this work as possible. And if they can't go that far, then we do other stuff. But we've tried to make this practice so that most anybody can see us. And our goal is to get you better and not just prolong your slow progress to death with more and more medicines.
1: Yes. The Um, other thing that I want to bring it up is that I feel like you – um, and you taught me this, and I think we, we, I try to do the same thing, we try to keep on top of the latest research. We try to keep up with everything because things are coming out every day, uh, new trials, new treatments, new drugs. So we don't just keep up with the drugs. We keep up with the newest finding in chemistry and how it works, which it takes a lot of work because you do have to look at those things every day and see how things are working. So we're not stuck in one treatment. Maybe you see seen me as a patient five years ago and today I have new things for you.
0: We're always changing. Yes. uh, This is just a little bit about us, Alex and I. And, uh, you know, if you have uh, any medical problems out there and you're not getting better, uh, you might want to give us a call. But uh, thanks. Um, Oh, yes, I should tell them our phone number, I guess, 727-545-4600. And especially in the winter months when it's cold up north, people want to come down to the Tampa Bay area. So um, thanks for joining us on the podcast and we'll be talking to you all later.
1: All right. Thank you.